dumb shit that I see beginner artists constantly do in order to keep their art and artistic talent stagnant. Hey there, welcome to The Sketchbook. This is a podcast documenting my rough notes on creativity, business, and life. I wish people had documented some of the journeys that they've went through when they're building their stuff, and I'm doing that when I'm building my own things and going through the journeys of life. So let's jump into today's topic. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of The Sketchbook Podcast. I am sick and I'm recording this from my home, so forgive the audio quality. And also, I want to apologize upfront for my pretty cold demeanor because I'm not feeling it because I've been seeing some things and it frustrates me. And I add on top of that, I'm slightly sick, so it's sort of keeping my frustration levels high. But I try to sort of share what I'm about to share from a place of good intention. So even though if I talk in a very rude or what seems to be a rude way, I just mean good to you. Hopefully you stop doing these things so that you can actually progress in your art. Stop doing these things. I call them dumb shit for a reason because it's dumb and it's shit, right? Excuse my cursing as well. So I just, I just get a bit brutish when I get sick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or, or I'm just using it as an excuse to be more, uh, what do you say, upfront. Anyways, three things, three very specific things. Number one, rushing. Oh my freaking God. Always rushing the work. You want to draw in like three seconds. What are you? Picasso? No, you're not. You're not the great grandson of Kim Jong-ji. You know you're not. You're just a normal freaking person. Right? Kim Jong-ji, rest in peace. Love that guy. I think, I think, yeah, rest in peace, brother. So you know, you're not that person. You're a beginner artist and you're starting out right now and you're always rushing. And it doesn't matter if you're a beginner artist, whether you're beginner, intermediate, advanced, all those terms are quite honestly, to be honest, extremely vague and subjective when it comes to art. There is no beginner, intermediate and advanced. I mean, you can, if you, if you put some context into it, you can sort of define it, but most of the time it doesn't have any context or subject. And also therefore it's subjective. But with that said, you're rushing, you're rushing all the time. You're starting a sketch, you're not doing a proper under sketch, you're not doing a proper underdrawing, and you're just quickly rushing to do the details. You're quickly rushing to do other things. Like, don't do that. Why should you not do that? That's a great question, my friend. Well, you shouldn't be doing that because you often get your foundations and fundamentals wrong when you do that. You often, what you do is you, you get the things that you need to be supposed to be getting right wrong you'll get them wrong because you're rushing you're not thinking plus if if you're rushing you better have a lot of experience under your belt of having done that thing slow what do i mean by that well if you drive if you're starting to drive a car on day one and you've never driven a car before and you're trying to go at 90 miles per hour i'm just gonna say you're gonna crash and burn right but on the other hand if you've been drawing if you've been learning the art of driving a car properly and slowly, you know when to hit the gas, you know when to hit the brakes, you know when to sort of put the indicator lights, you know when to turn, you know how to, you have mastered the basics of driving a car, which basically involves knowing when to turn, knowing when to steer, knowing when to press the gas, knowing when to press the brake, knowing when to shift the gear, right? If you have learned the fundamentals and you've driven slowly, now that, that it, there's a sense or there's a case that to, you know, that is to be made over that to say that, hey, you can rush and draw, you know, for, drive faster. But most people on day one, they draw like they're freaking Picasso. 
What is wrong with you? Don't rush. What is the solution? Don't rush. Take it slow. Take it slower than you think you should. Take it slower than last time. As Greg Dusset would say, train harder than last time. I'd say take it slower than last time, right? So don't freaking rush your sketches. It's like, I, I, so I, I see this with a lot of students from drawing camp, right? And, uh, you know, they just rush the drawing. Just because the person who's teaching you is good at drawing things fast doesn't mean that you should be doing the same things. That's why I deliberately in my video lessons and my drawing camp courses and everything, I say, folks, I am drawing fast and you shouldn't be doing it. And I say that, in fact, most of the times I've stopped doing it completely and just like, and I draw slower. I draw slower so that actually people can know what it actually means to draw slow, right? You draw slow, right? You need to draw in a controlled speed. Doesn't mean slow. Let me use a different term. You draw in a controlled speed, meaning you can't ride a bicycle too slow, you'll fall. You can't ride a bicycle too fast if you have never ridden a bicycle before. That means you'll go and crash and burn. Right? So you need to draw, you need to ride at the just right amount of speed so that the bicycle stays balanced. That is what I call controlled speed. So don't freaking rush. Take your time. Take the time to draw your drawings. Take the time to understand the forms in it. Take the time to draw the gesture. Take the time to enjoy the freaking process. Why are you rushing, bro? I forget it too. Enjoy the process. Why are you drawing? Are you drawing to rush things out and get some likes on social media? Or are you drawing to simply just spend the time that you have on this planet better? Don't rush. That is the first one. Second one, trying to find your style. Ah, oh, it makes me vomit sometimes. It's like I see someone just started drawing like Thursday, right? And then they'll be like, hey, Cash, how do I find my style on like freaking Monday? What? Right? What are you doing? You can't, you don't have a style. You'll not get a style. That's not how style works. By the way, the very definition of style is the decisions you make on a given contextual situation. That is, a, that is a style. The way you do things, right? It's called a style. For example, if someone dances in a particular way and each of their step is differentiated from a person who has a completely different way of doing those steps, then that you could say that that person is deciding to do steps in a different way, therefore they have a different style, right? So that's the definition of style. It's the individual decisions you make in a given drawing. And what do you mean by individual decisions, Kesh, right? Well, it all comes down to like all the minuscule aspects of drawings that you often sort of, you know, neglect or, you know, don't care about, don't give a shit about, to be honest, which is like things like, what kind of story should I put in? What kind of form should I use? What kind of shapes should I, should I use? Is that proper gesture in my drawing? Is that proper rhythm? Is it balanced? Is, it, is the composition nice? Am I using good line work? Am I using the right brush pen? Am I using the right kind of, uh, what do you say, color schemes? Am I, is this color going well with the other color? Am I using any particular color theory or color harmony right here? Well, these are all individual decisions. There are like 10,000 decisions that you have when you have when you are drawing a given drawing. So you make those individual decisions right and well. And over time, what happens is first, you don't know how to make those decisions because you're a newbie. And over time, what happens is you just get better. You just get better because you have more context and experience. Therefore, you'll be presented with multiple options to make each decision. And when you have multiple options, what happens is you make different decision and a combination of different decisions will give you your style. So 
you trying to focus on style is try is it's like someone who's trying to sculpt a pebble there's a popular quote in the fitness community they say you cannot sculpt a pebble you can sculpt a boulder but you cannot sculpt a pebble because the pebble doesn't have anything and style is just like that you need to accumulate a series of techniques tricks tools ways of drawing ways of thinking philosophical approaches storytelling approaches composition approaches color approaches inking approaches line work approaches over a long period of time and at the end of the game you say oh boy i have so many options in each category therefore i'm going to choose something to do in a way that i like and when you do that automatically you will get your style that's how style works that's how it is that's how it works it doesn't work like the way you think you don't just simply accumulate stuff and and sort of frankenstein different things from different artists uh to make up your own thing i've sort of shared this technique about building your style before in one of my videos on how to find your style but people often mistake it for a frankenstein approach no you should steal the philosophy and the religion or the approach the mental thinking which another artist uses you just don't simply steal the technique from the face level you just like you will look, look like an idiot if you do that reminds me of you know so a few people who are stealing some of the way i'm sort of running my business so it's kind of cute when you sort of you know see that you know you just know that those people will never get anywhere because their stuff is just built on copying and without understanding the basic context of things don't be that person you don't want to be that person you can be better than that don't focus on your style when you're starting out learn stuff and also another thing dumb shit 2.1 under the style segment don't hide behind the word of style for your lack of technical skills that just frustrates me when i you know like i used to do workshops and 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 i teach people and i teach people and i tell them right hey man you shouldn't be drawing this particular thing like that the forms of it is just just sucks and they'll say no 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 that's my style and i deep inside i won't say anything to their face because i don't want to you know quite honestly don't tell them right then and there in front of every single freaking person out there and humiliate them but to be honest in my in my mind i would just go like no you you little thingy <laughs> that's not style my friend you just don't know how to draw that particular thing well you're just hiding behind oh i just i just like it i will i will just do it the way i like it that's not it if i because you know here's is the thing because i'm not talking from a a, a place of just random ego that is not what i'm coming from trust me if you had drawn the thing with the stylistic decisions that you had taken i know how it sort of looks like i have at least i can say that i have enough experience to some extent to know that that's not how it looks like if you were to draw that in that particular style i've seen some things right i've seen stuff i know the the design language that sort of goes into something right i can understand the base of, you know the the roots of certain things right so i can say from that point on you just lack your fundamental techniques and you just just trying to cover that up in the mask of style so that you will feel good about yourself and other people you're trying to strip away those who are trying to critique you because you're just scared and you're just scared to be critiqued and that is fine that is fine it's a long road from there 
once you rip off that mask, you will feel vulnerable and it's scary and I understand, it's okay. But you need to rip off that mask as soon as you possibly can so that you can do things the right way and you can get to the place where you want to go much faster. So don't hide behind those insecurities. Just go ahead and do it. I'm just talking, I'm projecting right now. I'm, I'm projecting a part of it. So that is number two. Double shit artists do. Number three, focusing on advanced shit when you f should be focusing on drawing a goddamn box. I see this over and over and over and over and over and over again. Oh my God. Sometimes I just want to poke my eyes out and just say, no, you have no business to be focusing on anatomy when you can draw a goddamn cylinder right. Here's some basic lesson, buckle. I'm just playing a character here. Roll with me. Here's some basic lesson, buckle. You got to learn to draw a cylinder so that you can draw the quadriceps well. And here's the freaking anatomy lesson. All your muscle fibers are basically cylindrical, somewhat cylindrical in nature. They're like a, a bunch of threads stitched together. So at the core fundamental level, they look like a cylinder. And if you were to simplify them and draw them for the sake of drawing, or learn them in a way, for, you know, for the sake of drawing, they all look like a bunch of cylinders put together, right? So if you want to draw them, at least cylinders or boxes, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna be very specific with the way I speak. Cylinders or boxes. For you to draw anatomy well, first, you gotta draw your cylinders and boxes well. Two, you gotta get your proportions right, and that means you gotta get your gesture drawing skills up. Your drawings look like a freaking stiff, Frankenstein monsters, scarecrow persons hanging out on the barn of a farm. You want to unstiff your drawings and then actually what you should be doing is focusing on things like gesture, basic one point and two point perspective. Yes, my friend, you should humble the hell down and possibly want to start learning two-point perspective again, you little hardship. I mean, I'm just talking to myself right now because that's what I used to think. I need to learn five-point perspective because I know two-point perspective. You know two-point perspective just as much as I know how to ride an F1 race car. I know how, to, how it works. It's got a steering wheel and it's got a gas pedal. If I press, it'll go. And guess what? If I really get on the wheels of an F1 race car, I'm crashing it in like 17 seconds if the road is 70 seconds long. If it's 10 seconds long, I'm crashing it in 10 seconds. That is what you know. You know how things work, but it does not show in your hand. When you put your pencil on paper, it is not coming out. That means you do not know. You think you know, you know the information, but you do not know. No, you don't. You know, here's the definition of learning. Same condition, different behavior, meaning, if you have truly learned two-point perspective and you sit down to draw a box in two-point perspective, you draw it well. That is called learning. You know what is not learning? You learn two-point perspective and you sit down to draw a box in two-point perspective and it looks like it's a box drawn by a cat's third girlfriend. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. You don't know shit, right? So that is the 
third, the third thing, right? Focus on your basics. Here's what you should be doing. Learn to draw a line better. Oh, it hurts my ego. Fine, no problem. Learn to draw a line better. Learn to draw a shape better. Learn to measure things well. Right? You know, we know why, you know, here's the reason why, why, why I have four freaking chapters on drawing basics in drawing camp before we get to character design principles. Guess why? Guess why? Just, just take a wild guess. It's because that is the most important part. Important part. The way I said it was funny. It's the most important part of drawing. You can learn design principles and style and all that bullshit if you don't know the basics well. Focus on the goddamn basics. Have you drawn 100 boxes in your life? No, I haven't. Well, you should be doing it. You should try. Give it a try. Give it a try. You just, just give it a try. It'll, it'll change things. That is the dumb shit 3.0. Ah, by the way, here's a bonus dumb shit that artists, beginner artists do. Now, this might seem like I have vested interest in a given thing. I, I tell you, no, I kid you not. Even if, or, if you don't get into drawing cam, buy no courses, don't watch my YouTube videos, I don't give a shit. I'm going to tell it to your face straight, right? I see this over and over and over again. Now, again, these are things that really frustrate me, right? So here's the thing that I see that I see on Reddit, a lot of people, hey, should I go and buy this artist course? Should I go and enroll in this stuff? The first common response that I get, and not I, not me, I've seen other people get, I've seen this, you know, do this. Get from people who have never drawn before in their goddamn fucking life, right? They'll say, you can watch YouTube tutorials for free and get the information for free and you can draw them. Here's the magic lantern secret that genie has told me information that you can get for free on youtube they are good they are not gonna help you here's why along with information you you need a couple of other variables a couple of other tricks which is structure structure of implementation feedback and then what else yeah, I think these things. Yeah, you just need, you need these things. Implementation, structure, and feedback. The fourth ingredient is information. You get on YouTube information. You don't get structure. Some people do structure, but they're just quite honestly terrible. Then you need implementation, which is what I try to do at Drawing Camp. We don't sell information. We sell implementation. Implementation is different than information. And it boggles my mind for pe Okay, it doesn't boggle my mind, of course. This is what you expect if you take drawing advice from people who have never drawn before or do doesn't haven't trained other people how to draw or it, Yeah, 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 it's fine. Now, it comes off like you don't buy my stuff. Like, like I give it to you in writing. I'm not trying to do some reverse psychology bullshit. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to be in genuine lookout for yourself. That's why I hire, like I pay $7,000 for a coach for once. I pay $3,000 for a fitness coach. Why? I can get the information for free on YouTube by buying my pain doodle because simply freaking mentation. I walk the walk. I don't just bullshit you and try to talk the talk, right? 
Don't listen to these dumbass, right? Like, like you can spot a dumbass from uh, one, one of the ways to spot a dumbass is they call other people dumbass. I'm just sick. I'm just sick and frustrated. I'm sorry, folks. But my intention, hopefully, is coming from an honest place. Here's the thing. Don't, right? Word of advice. Seek mentors. Seek teachers. Seek people who have done it. The more closer you can, you, the more closer you can be with people or uh, you know, who has done, done it and who has taken other people to do it, the, more fa the faster you'll get the results. Here's, here's a very simple framework to know who to take advice from. I'm going to end this right here. One. They should have done the thing that they are advising you on. Two, they have taken someone else. They go away, way No, actually, you know, scratch that. Zero, zero, point number zero. The person you're taking advice from, you should be want to be like that person. If you don't want what they have, then don't take advice from them. That is number one. So if you don't like me, if you don't do, if you don't like what I have, then just don't listen to me. Simple. Why would you listen to me? Go listen to someone, right? Who would, who are in a place where they are and who want to sort of give you the thing that they give you, right? Uh, that you want. So that is one. They need to be in a place where you want to be. Number two, they have sort of walked the walk, meaning they have done the thing that they're giving advice on. Number three, they have helped someone, right? Uh, you know, sort of be like the person they are meaning they have gotten the results themselves, then they've gotten the results for someone else. Then the third layer is they've gotten the results for someone like you, right? So if they have sort of fulfilled all these four categories, then go ahead and take their advice. And I hopefully have done it. You can go and check it out on the website, right? So, you know, keshar.in right now, later on it'll be a different domain. So anyways, <sighs> That's the thing. This, these are all the dumb shit that I see artists doing. I'm um, quite honestly, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like to see this thing over, happen over and over again. And rarely, rarely, I just talk like this. And I talk like this simply because it's like sometimes you just have to call out bullshit. I, I don't like this. I keep seeing this. Don't do it. Humble yourself down. Do this. Do this stuff. Uh, yeah, do the work, man. Do the work. You'll get the things that you want, and also have fun. It's not about some technical thing that you should be doing when you're learning art. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Have fun. Enjoy the process. Make the make make the process fun in the middle, and in the start, and in the end. That will allow you to be patient for a very long time. So, yeah, do that. That's that's how you win. That's how you win. Thank you. I'll see you guys in another episode. Bye bye. Bank rolls and I'm grinding. Money on my mind and I'm headed to the top. I won't stop until I find it. Write my name in diamonds, but all these lights are blinding. I wonder is it worth it? Feel like I'm losing.